Welcome to A Word for the Wilderness. We pray that this episode will bring to you a word of encouragement as you walk through the wilderness of life. May your spirits be lifted and your souls fed as God's Word is proclaimed today. Now, here's your hosts, Joe Motes and Jonathan Bosby. And greetings today to all of our listening friends. Thank you so much for tuning in to yet another episode of a word for the wilderness. Well, it's the moment you've all been waiting for. After all summer of listening to me, and and I know you enjoyed it, and I know really everybody would have it this way, just me and not my... Yeah, I'm lying, brother. And it's 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 good. It's good to have our dear friend... Quit laughing, bro. Why, who's got you smiling like that, bro? Hold on, don't talk. I ain't introduced you yet. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, it's good to have our dear friend, beloved brother, Jonathan. What? What's your last name again? Well, bust me. Ban me. Good to have Jonathan. <laughs> Jonathan, Jonathan bust me back. Brother, how have you been doing? Well, I have been doing great. That's great, brother. Well, I'm, I'm kidding. Go ahead, brother. <laughs> it's so good to be back. So good, so good to be back. And I'm so happy and glad, you know, that we get to do this again. And, you know, you've been doing a great job the whole oh, summer. I've been listening true. and a lot, of, a lot of guests coming in. And I thank everybody for supporting us, everybody for being with Joe. And I tried. I tried to do it. I tried. I tried. I was in Rockford, Illinois. I got I got the equipments that I needed. Mm-hmm. I tried, but I never could because uh, the ministry was, we were so busy in it. We were, we were working on a lot of things back there, and I did not want to take my mind out of it. But you were doing a great job already, and I was uh, praying for you. And I just, it's, it's so quick. Yeah. It was so fast. It, it sped by, man. It sped by. I'm I'm thankful we're back, you know, in college and back in the swing of things. And it's been good to see our friends here on campus the past week. But it, it did. It, it went by so quick. And, uh, you know, when you're busy and you're just daily right. doing things and, and you were much busier than I was just there in Rockford and uh, and, and but traveling and different things and just uh, it, it does. It flies by so fast. And, uh, you know, as, as a little kid, all the older people would tell me, Joe, don't wish your, wish your life away. Don't wish your life away. It'll, it, you know, college will be here before you know it. High school will be here f- before you know it. And I always thought, yeah, you know, you're old. You don't know what you're talking wow. about. But they were, they were right. It's it's quick. I mean, you're a junior now, and in another year you're done. And you're 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 what? I'm a sophomore, and oh. God willing, oh. if I if Uh-oh. I do what if I do what God wants me to do, and if that's what He wants me to do, then I'll be done in May. Yeah. And that's that's really quick, and things are really changing so much and i had the awesome privilege to preach with joe and uh and we had our friends uh noah andrews was there with us and his brother levi were there and we had a great time in new york i'll tell you what i picked them up i first picked noah and his brother up in in laguardia and and laguardia that's the name of the airport there it's 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 crazy laguardia Yep, that is crazy. You're, you know, I'm glad that you got out of JFK, and that was yeah easy. That was. They got out of there, and I started driving, and they were going crazy. They said, "Hey, we want to go back," and, yeah. and then we drove all the way to JFK, picked you up, and as he said, I took a wrong exit, and that was funny. I just, it just <laughs> happened, and, and and you know, we had a really good time. At the end of the meeting, we were all sitting there Wednesday night, yeah, and everybody. Were to asking us, hey, we. I hope we would have done it longer. Mm-hmm. And uh, Levi and and Noah, our friend, they 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 were telling me, hey, 
Man, I wish it was longer. It was so quick. It was. It was. You know, they always time flies when you're having fun. And I guess that's, you know, you got what you, what you got to do, folks, is you got to cherish every moment because soon that moment's going to pass. And then you'll you'll go on through your life and you'll look back and, and you'll say exactly what I wish it would have lasted longer. And so in the time that God has given you and these moments that God has given you, you got to do all you can. And uh, I'm thankful for what God has allowed us to do uh, with this podcast. And I, I did enjoy having it over the summer and just being able to have different guests and uh, guests and things and got to have my dad and, and some other folks there. But but nothing is like, and I heard this all summer long, yeah. nothing is like the dynamic <laughs> duo. And nothing is like having both of us here. That's and, true. and it helps me. I always thought, man, you know, I thought it was going to be easy just doing it by myself, you know, on my own. That's the most difficult thing right. in the world because you're right. just talking and that's it. And so right. it's good to have you back, Brother Jonathan. And but, and I'm thankful for all God allowed you to do in the summer. And, and he was busy up in Rockford, Illinois. And I think those Yankees, man, they had an influence <laughs> on you. I tell you what, they helped me a lot. I'm I mean, sure the church, did. I never thought when I went there that I'd make friends and family there and mm. get close to them. Never thought. I thought I was going as an intern. I'm going to work. I'm going to get done, and I'm going to come. But yeah. that was not it. They never treated me as an intern. Yeah. They treated me as their staff, and the families there treated me as their own. They called me home. They took care of me. They made sure everything was fine. Amen. And there was there was a phrase where, uh, you know, there were a few things you know about it with my job and things like that. But yeah. they stood by me. You know, Amen. they 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 said, "Hey, we'll do everything and anything that's." gonna keep you here mm -hmm. and we'll support you they did that they prayed for me and i had a really great time you know what the new testament local church is the only way out during this time mm. it, it's the only way out it's the only place where you're gonna get hope it's the only place where there's truth it's the only place where there's peace and comfort it's the only place where you have friends, good friends. It's the only place where you yep. get to fellowship. Absolutely. That's the New Testament local church. I worked with it. I worked with the Great Berrien Baptist Church, and I've seen how they do it. Mm -hmm. And you've worked with your church, and you know it. Yeah. The church is the only way out. That's it. Yeah. I've always said this, and folks, I want you to remember this. God's people are the best. They literally, they're, they, that I'm gonna say something we say in Georgia. Ain't nobody like God's people, you know. <laughs> You're right. And uh, God's people are always the best. They're encouraging. I mean, I, I had a couple of weeks ago, I had a, a guy buy my. Uh, we had that fellowship after church that one night, and, and he bought like eight of our plates of nachos, which is five bucks. But add that up, man, that's forty dollars. Right. And, and, he, and he bought it for us, right. and uh, that was that was one of God's people, one of God's men, and uh, it's always a blessing. Uh, I've enjoyed going through our series uh, in the Gospel of Matthew, and we've been studying, really just looking at the master in Matthew. And we've been, we've just been, I heard somebody say one time, revival is just falling in love with Jesus all over again. And that's what I want us to do as we're going through these Gospels, and we're really taking our time, not really verse by verse, but really kind of chapter by chapter, subject by subject, almost paragraph by paragraph, but story by story in the Gospel of Matthew, looking at the life of our Savior, looking at the life of Jesus, and I'm hoping you're getting reacquainted with Jesus and getting closer to the Lord during this time. I will make this quick announcement, and then we'll let Jonathan preach for a few moments here. But next week, next Saturday, is our 50th episode, I oh, believe, wow. and we just celebrated wow. our 40th, 40th. Uh, episode. I get, well, I guess it was 10 weeks ago, if this is our 50th and that was our 40th. <laughs> That's good math for you. and uh, But we are celebrating our 50th episode. Here's what I need from you folks, and we'll kind of make some more announcements and videos and, and posts and stuff during the week. 
but we want some ideas. What should we include? What should we do? What should we talk about during our 50th episode? And uh, it'll be a special episode, but here's what I need. I need you to text us at 415-286-5446. That's 415-286-5446. Text us this week. If you have any ideas or any requests, some things you want us to talk about, maybe some stories you want to hear, a testimony or something like that, something specific that you would like us to air on this 50th episode, we would love to hear from you, and we would love to, to, to just tell you what God has done or just tell you what you'd like to hear. So 415-286-5446, and we'd love to hear from you, and remember to tune in on our 50th episode. Jonathan, you take it away, brother. You just, I know you got a lot of preaching, <laughs> and brother, you just go well, ahead and, and help yourself, brother. Tear I it just, up. I just, I just have a small thought that I want to share today. Uh, it's, it's really simple. And it's about how real is Jesus to you? Mm. I was talking to one of my friends and we were having a conversation about a few things. And I was mentioning to my friend about how I meet people who have been on the buses, how I've met people who have been baptized, how I've met people who have been to church, how I've met people who say they're saved and who say they've been to church, who say they've been on the buses, who say they've done a lot of things at the church, but now living in darkness and now drinking and now smoking and now living the way that they want to live. And my friend made one statement. Well, I guess Jesus was not real to them. Mm. And that really, that really stuck to my mind. I started thinking, how real is Jesus to me? How real is Jesus in my life? How real is Jesus in my Bible reading? How real is Jesus in my prayers? How real is Jesus in my daily life? How real is Jesus to me? I started thinking about it. Mm. And oftentimes, to really know how real he is, you got to know how, you got to understand how real he has been to you. You really don't understand how real he is until you know what he is and who he is. How much we know, how much we read, and how much we study is how much we know about him. There's a limit that we have put to ourselves and we stop ourselves from knowing Jesus, from knowing who he really is, and from knowing how real he is in our lives. So yes, my question, how real is Jesus to you? Good. I want to share share a story from the book of Luke. I know you all been going through the book of Matthew, and it's just been great. It's just been phenomenal. From the book of Luke, chapter number 5, it's a really well-known text, verses 12. The Bible says, and it came to pass when he was in a certain city, and that's Jesus, behold, a man full of leprosy, who seeing Jesus fell on his face, and besought him, saying, Lord, if thou will, Thou canst make me clean. You know, he, he look at the statement that he makes. He says, Lord, if thou will. I mean, he has leprosy. It's a loathsome disease. It's a lethal disease. It's a lonely disease. And he still makes this statement. Though he's going through all the pain, all the struggles, all the trials, though he's been put away from society, though he couldn't do the things that all the other people could do, he's still making this statement. He says, Lord, if thou will, thou canst. He never says, Lord, please do it. He never says, Lord, I want to be clean. He never says, Lord, I want you to do it. But he makes this statement. He says, Lord, if thou will, thou canst do it. You know, there are three things that I see that he's trying to say. You know, by that statement, he's not doubting on the ability of Jesus. Jesus is so real to him that he's not doubting on the ability of Jesus. He knows Jesus can do it. He knows Jesus has the power to do it. He knows there's nothing that can stop Jesus. A lot of times, you know, God, a lot of times, 
we don't see Jesus being real to us because we doubt his abilities. We doubt what Jesus can do. We doubt what Jesus wants to do. We doubt about his power. We doubt about his presence. We doubt about his work. Listen, friends, hey, he's so real. And you get to see that when you don't doubt him. Hey. You know, he saw who Jesus is. He saw Jesus was so real to him that he didn't even, he didn't even, he didn't even, he didn't even give an option or he didn't even, he didn't even, he didn't even, he, didn't even de he did not demand. Mm. He never demanded. He never demanded. He never demanded his answer. He never said, Jesus, you got to give me an answer. He never said, Jesus, you got to heal me. He never demanded an answer because Jesus was so real to him. A lot of times, a lot of times we see faith. Our faith is shown or our faith is more, uh, you know, are shown out when, when we see something, when we see him do something. But really, you need faith when nothing's going on your way. You need faith when you don't see things happening. You need faith when you when you, when things are falling apart. You need faith. That's when you need faith. But he you know he 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 knew it. Jesus was so real to him but that he wasn't demanding his answer. But here's what he was doing. He was depending on his acceptance. He knew Jesus could do it. He knew Jesus had the power. He wasn't doubting on Jesus or he wasn't doubting. He wasn't demanding his answer, but he was depending on his acceptance. He says, oh, Lord Jesus, all I want you to do is accept this. Accept this cry and I know you'll do it. That's how real Jesus was. All we need in these days is for Jesus to accept our prayers, is Jesus to accept our situation, is Jesus to accept our weakness, is Jesus to accept how, how weak we are and how strong he is. Is Jesus to accept what we're going through. That's all we need in these days. That's how you can see Jesus being real. Jesus was so, was so real to him that he's trusted in Jesus. Not only he trusted, but he, but he talked to Jesus. Not only he talked to Jesus, but his life was transformed. He was changed. Here's my question, friends. How real is Jesus to you? How real is Jesus to you? It really matters because you being real to him matters. It depends on how real he is to you. You're never going to be real to him if he's not real to you. And he is, but it depends on how you, how you see it, how you take it. Here's my question, and I'm done. How real is Jesus to you? What a message. What a message. I'm glad Jesus can be real to you. Years ago, when Brother Joe first started preaching, he was sitting uh, in one of the seats there in the church and this lady she was singing in the choir and this lady got happy she got excited boy she had a shouting spell and she ran around the church and she ran up to brother joe and grabbed him by the face i mean just grabbed him right there by the face and said sonny boy god will be as real to you as you let him be and folks jesus will be as real to you as you let him be. What a message. What a message. Thank you, Brother Jonathan. I enjoyed hearing you today. You know, there's one word I don't think I heard you say during the past 15, 20, whatever, however long. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> well, that was amazing. Congratulations, brother. You went an entire 14, <laughs> almost 15 minutes without saying that. Folks, thank you so much for listening in today. Remember to text us this week uh, to give us some ideas of what you'd like to see and hear. Well, yeah, you won't see it, but you'll hear it on the podcast next week for our 50th episode. Remember that number is 415-286-5446 and uh, help us celebrate our 50th episode next Saturday. God bless you. Thank you for listening. As always, trust God and do good. See you, folks. God bless you. Thank you for listening to A Word for the Wilderness. Be sure to subscribe and tune in wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, 
Follow us on Instagram and like us on Facebook to stay up to date with what's happening at A Word for the Wilderness.